welcome back to another episode of In Horror We Trust. What's your favorite scary movie? La 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 la! just suck the juices out of the <laughs> apple. And when she says suck the juices, she means the fucking life out of each slice. <laughs> Please, Max. The way I'm sitting right now is just legs out in front of me back to to the wall and little Max comes over and decides he wants to sit down and stare at Carissa intently with these apples. And yes, we record in the same bed together. Yes. <laughs> Just chill. It's just comfortable. It's comfortable. I get a blanket. It's like a sleepover after watching a horror movie. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I am also, apples are now my routine for this podcast, so my voice sounds a crisp. Because <laughs> that first episode, I know that you know that I sounded like a frog. <laughs> I don't think she sounded like a frog at all. Today's shorter mini-sode, if you will, uh, we are going to call this a deep cut. <laughs> Can you please say it like that? <laughs> Every time we have this episode. Like, Adam, you need to pick that up and just at the intro of each episode, just have it be deep cut. Yeah! Make it sound like... Exactly those trailers we watched before the film. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so should we introduce what we had watched tonight? Yes. Um, so tonight we watched John <gasps> Carpenter's Cigarette Burns from the Masters of Horror Collection. Yeah. <laughs> you all know the song. I love it. Beautiful rendition. Yeah. Um, that's a little piano track that plays at the beginning of this movie, and then it kind of follows through throughout the film. By the Cody Carpenter himself. The man's son. And it's really nice to see. I just love Carpenter simple piano riffs. I'm I'm sorry, we're no. gonna have to cut that one out. That one wasn't as good. <laughs> that one wasn't up to par. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't as good. No. It was. Good. It wasn't as smooth. It was good. Masters of Horror. So it's a cool little collection of films. Yeah. Off of um, Showtime, and when we were talking about wanting to pick an episode to do something for shorter episodes like deep cuts. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 
I forgot you had meant. Did you mention Masters of Horror? Well, I mentioned the fair-haired child because yes. that was. It was just like a random movie I remember seeing when I was in high school, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> um, and it turns out to be part of the Masters of Horror um, series, which I didn't know at the time. Yes. And considering Carissa and I had both seen The Fair Hair Child and fairly kind of, maybe not remembered the film in the, in its entirety, mm -hmm. but remembered little points here and there. And, um, I remembered I owned a couple copies of, um, some of the different episodes of Masters of Horror. So I asked Carissa if she had seen either of these of this film and another film, um, if she had seen either one of those, and if she hadn't, maybe we should do those instead since it's a little fresher for at least one pair of eyes. Yeah, I think... And they were my favorites. I think Masters of Horror was a great choice to start a deep cut with because, again, you're having, like, very well-known horror actor... Uh, directors and actors. And some actors. actors. Yeah. Um, you know, with crazy legendary careers now and uh seeing these yeah. shorter definitely not well known sorry if you hear that that's just max being <laughs> he's going crazy in in the blanket but um yeah just seeing a smaller piece that i really you know i did definitely didn't know about this one by john carpenter and that was really cool to see but yeah so anyway cigarette burns was so, so fun to watch. It's mm -hmm. such a 2000, early 2000s movie, and especially a horror. Um, fantastic effects. <laughs> and by fantastic, oh I mean the absolute greatest in the worst way possible. Yeah. You know, you know your favorite B-horror movie that you love to just laugh at the cheese, and it's just, it makes you so happy. Yeah. Chock Great. full of it. Chock full of it. Well, I guess maybe a spoiler warning for people who haven't seen it in case we talk about anything specific yeah. about the movie this is or a just in relation to. Warning. Yeah. Blanket spoiler warning for this or other films, maybe, possibly. Possibly. And basically, just a little synopsis oh, of this yeah, film. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't know anything about it, highly suggest looking it up. But, um, so yeah, Norman Reedus is a man, like a rare films dealer and ex-junkie, just to give a little bit of his, <laughs> his persona, <laughs> his, just his part. background. Yeah. Um, and he is asked to hunt for a copy of this infamous rare film that is said to incite its audience into a frenzy, a gory-ass frenzy, um, you know, when it's played to them. And it, yes. this happened supposedly the first time it was screened, and then no one knows what happened to it, and all this bad... You know, just bad stuff happens when you watch it. Yeah, some of the gore in it was absolutely fabulous. Like the, mm. <laughs> which I think is not solely to this. John Carpenter yeah. has had oh. some pretty beautiful gore scenes, but the the intestines in the projector. In the film, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was so so great. And just every any time there was an open wound, blood would be. Just comically spurting out of it. Like, out of a straight, like, like comic book or just something so just out of this world ridiculous spurt. And you could, like, hear it squirt, yeah. too. And it would, like, squirt three times in succession. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's so funny because, you know, like, 
the body was dead for, oh, yeah. <laughs> for how long. And it, you just still gotta have the squirt in there. It just, definitely. <laughs> just to hammer in the fact that she's slitterous. Yeah. <laughs> she's just laying in the tub and she looks like she's been dead for like hours. Yeah. Yeah, she's pale as fuck. Ridiculous. <laughs> so funny. Speaking but, uh, of pale. The, um, <laughs> the fucking the, what, angel, yeah, fallen angel creature, the fallen angel powder. <laughs> I was thinking that too. He was um, just like sequel to powder. No, very fallen angel, very white. He was very <laughs> interesting looking. Even like the so he was like he essentially he was like a prop from the film in the film, and he. Looked like a fallen angel. He had moons on his back, <laughs> and um, above above his little office the chair, yeah, the millionaire dude. Above his little office chair were the wings that we're assuming is of said creature hanging above it. It definitely had a great sense of mystery that I really enjoyed because you know it kept me interested throughout the movie. I was like, "What is it? Ooh, yeah, they made it sound really creepy." The way that they described the film each time somebody brought it up yeah. was just so intense and it makes you kind of sit there and go, well, I want to see it. Like, what is yes. this? Like, uh-huh. Yeah. It can't help but pique your interest. Yeah, especially for like, I just thought it was cool to come from John Carpenter who probably, you know, who already has like a big fan base at this point and just like people who are into films and so I think people who would seek out this film or happen to watch it I think would really connect to that kind of storyline or just you know the excitement or lore of a infamous film yes. or never before a rare film because I think in order to kind of be a little bit um into John Carpenter's films to the point, I feel like, where you would watch this movie mm -hmm. since it's a little more obscure than, like, when you think of John Carpenter, this isn't even in the realm mm -hmm. of what you would think of when you, like, somebody mentions his name. So, with that being said, I feel like you would kind of actually yourself had to do a little digging yes. and a little searching. So, it's, I guess you could say, if you're reaching, it's a little meta in that sense, but, yeah. Yeah. But... It, it satisfied a little, you know, oh, movie yeah. geekness in you that you're like, fuck yeah, like, I would want to search for yeah. this film even though it sounds pretty, like, maybe you shouldn't mess with it, sounds pretty creepy, um, sounds like something you can't come back from, which I'm sure a lot of horror fans can, can probably relate to yeah. if a horror film they've seen where they're like, I wish I hadn't seen that. <laughs> I feel like at a certain point, too, I feel, at least with most people that I've spoken to that are into this genre, not speaking for everyone, but for yes. a selected few, at a certain point of just watching these movies, you start to want to dig and yes, find, like, exactly. what's the next crazier movie? <laughs> exactly. What movie has more gore or what movie has more revenge or whatever it is and you just get kind of stuck in this rabbit hole of finding the next extreme to the next extreme to the next extreme and then at the end of it it's kind of like well what is going to be left yeah. like what's the like we've kind of uncovered almost close to all like is the last one going to be this evil film that only a few people have seen because it's really effed up yeah 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 it's very interesting it is
Um, did you, like, if you had seen it not knowing it was John Carpenter, would you have thought it was? <laughs> would you have guessed that it was a John Carpenter film? Um, honestly, no. I, I don't think wholeheartedly, no. Yes. Um, I, I think there were little cues. Like, I noticed in Cigarette Burns, he likes to use the POV shots like he did in Halloween mm -hmm. when Norman Reedus was tied to the chair in that scene where he was still kind of like looking for the movie and yeah. that um I don't even know what to call this man <laughs> um yeah. this like gangster mob dude like sensual gangster mob oh dude. god that was weird I did not <laughs> understand the weird. sexual part of that yeah. I was like what it's I think because they're French <laughs> <laughs> you know it seems like it's an American's <laughs> perspective of what a European yeah, yeah, gangster would be like. Yes. They're, oh, God. They're all the accents sensual. in that movie were so bad. Uh, but, yes. um, yeah, when um, he had initially, like, captured him, I guess, and he had Norman Reedus tied up to a chair as he, that his character was waking up, you got these, like, interesting POV shots of... As if his head was like dropped down to his shoulder and then he wakes up and it's kind of like the blinking and then all of a sudden he like picks his head up and is staring straight and you're looking at this mobster. Um, so again with like Halloween in respect to walking around as Michael kind of like looking at different things the blinking like that's kind of cool and I feel like maybe a loose tie. Um, but other than that yeah i would I not i would i don't yeah yeah that's like it's, just, it's cool it's interesting yeah. um, but that doesn't take away from it either yeah, it's still a really fun fun ride i like what you said before when we were watching it um you said it it feels like a 90s like hbo or showtime yes. show and that was I thought it was pretty spot on. And that feels very different than Carpenter's usual look. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, if you had grown up in that era and you watched any of the movies on late night, I'm not talking about, like, big budget movies, but, like, late night yes. movies that they would have on, whether it would have been, like, something like Creepshow or anything of that sort, it just has that kind mm -hmm. of quality and texture and, like, cheesiness yeah. and... Even the sound down right down yeah. to the sound is kind of like that era. Yeah. Of um late night cable kind of entertainment. Yeah. And it was great. It feels a very throwback, even more so than it already does. Right. I mean, like, speaking of cheese, besides I mean, there's definitely the effects which we went over a little bit with <laughs> the <laughs> intestines, but oh gosh. The other makeup. My absolute favorite, I think it might be my favorite makeup, <laughs> um, is, yeah, this French guy who's, who, like, Norman Reedus knows and is asking, like, why he won't tell him anything about the film. And he's like, I've seen it. And, or, like, he's, he, he was seeing the same cigarette burns because he also was looking for the film. Anyway, so he said. explain what cigarette burns are? <laughs> so essentially, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off of what you're saying, but just wanted to explain to listeners who may not know what a cigarette burn is. It's that mark in the corner of a film back when movies were actually filmed on film to kind of let the projectionist in the projection room know 
about like it's gonna be maybe a couple seconds and then you're gonna need to fit on the next reel for the film otherwise your spool of film's gonna run out and you're gonna get a white screen for for a bit but yeah basically there's this character who along with norman rita starts seeing um the film is affecting them and it's already kind of haunting them in a way um but anyway so this character says that you know if you keep going further with this it's gonna fuck you up basically <laughs> and he's like like it did to me basically <laughs> not verbatim what he said but uh and then he pulls out his hand from his coat <laughs> it's like like barbie hand like the barbie fingers all stuck together <laughs> your thumb kind of like just yeah <laughs> like fish sticks and it was just a really bad like burn burn makeup that was like fused some skin together but it looked plastic like very the sheen on it it looked hard <laughs> And it looked smaller for his, like, just frame. It did. <laughs> the hand looked looked a lot. So not just the hand, the arm length looked right. kind of short for him. <laughs> Legit, it looked like he was holding, like, a plastic hand in his <laughs> sleeve, you know? And it was... Oh, I fucking lost it. It was beautiful. So enjoyable to see. And especially with his poor French accent. Yes. Um, it just added on to it. And he's just like... This, my, this is my good arm. <laughs> take my good hand. Take my good hand. <laughs> um, fabulous. Yeah, fabulous. I was trying to see what other movies um, of John Carpenter's may have come out around that time, if right. any, to see so, if maybe there was like a resemblance yeah, between the films that we just like that. can't think of. The Ward was 2010, so that was kind of a while after. Um, or uh, the movie Vampires came out in oh, 02 as well. True. Real quick, what's, what's uh, one of your favorite Carpenter films besides Halloween? Like, what's your next favorite? Ooh. Well, I, like, I guess I'm kind of biased, but I do like Christine. Nice. Yeah. Other than it being my name, like the <laughs> concept of like a killer car and a kid yeah. who falls in love with this car and his car gets jealous and starts offing people. Uh, just a real quick note, um, there's some talk in the air of Carpenter following up the thing. With really? Yeah, and wanting wanting to have Russell back. Would be that cool. would be cool. I, I mean, mean, anything would be better than that fucking remake. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And Carpenter is still alive. Well, I don't know if he'd want to be making movies again, but he's still alive. He, from what I've heard, the way they made it sound like was he sounded willing. Okay. So. Okay. I just, I feel like that man <laughs> has gotten so cynical oh. over the years. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. do you even want to make he is a boss ass yeah. king who just says fuck it to everything. <laughs> Which honestly he a thousand percent deserves because yeah. he's made amazing oh films God. and if he wants to just be like mm, no yeah. nowadays I'm not blaming him. Yeah his commentary like when people ask him questions about I know. like them carrying on Halloween or whatever the responses are just so hilarious. He's funny. He's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah so Highly recommend watching Cigarette yeah. Burns if you love a 
movie full of just cheesy. It was so good in the worst ways. <laughs> yeah, like cheesy acting that. effects and just like yeah. It's you know it's shorter than it's a short. It's a, it's a fucking good time and it, it made me very nostalgic for like that time of horror movies where yeah it's just a lot of silly stuff but Absolutely. also like have has its like eerie points and, you know i just think it's one of those Keeps movies engaged. where you just put it on to have a good time yeah and you don't really need like something to super focus on but you still want to enjoy it yeah. it's one of those movies and it's totally awful it's gore in the sleaziest way it's it's sensual gangsters decapitating people. It's a uh, super pale giant head uh, fallen angels. Absolutely. The it's acting's me. cheesy. It's fantastic. Norman Reedus is a owner of a theater. Uh, previous junkie. Uh, you got a little <laughs> everything from love story to comedy to yeah. action to like boom thriller boom, boom. it hits it hits all the notes essentially it hits all the notes and it's got good reach rewatchability oh, yeah. and it's just fun so i think if you have the Give time if you can spare an hour you won't regret it can we read some reviews on this i haven't yes, been so look at yeah i want to well, hear what other people have said just to give you a heads up on other minisodes we will be doing a lot of these reviews and they won't always be on the movie that we just watched. It'll be a just a great mix of all kinds of horror films. Yeah. But we love... Re I'm sure it's always fun for someone to stumble across a hilarious review of something. Oh, we if love you agree with it or not, it's just great. We love to read reviews, man. They're hilarious. Like, some are really good. <laughs> some are on the nose. Some yeah. are just so far off. But they're just a good time to kind of get a little bit of an idea of what people are thinking and, like, what the general reactions are. It's good. Yeah. It's a fun time. Do you, you want to start? Sure. This one's not so bad. Um, but, oh, where did it go? Hold on. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> this person, oh, we're looking on Letterboxd right now. Jack the Dull Boy um, said, have you ever read creepy pastas? Those juvenile internet stories filled with gore, spelling errors, a sensationalized serious tone, <laughs> a, and a general misunderstanding of how anything works. John Carpenter has perfectly recreated the type of writing these... <laughs> I can't even read this because it's funny. A John Carpenter has perfectly uh, recreated the type of writing in those stories for the screen. That's that's good. Yeah. Which I don't think is that an insult. No. I think it's absolutely right on the money. Yeah. Like it's I love creepypasta. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't, man? They're fun that's to so great. They're yeah. fun to read. So that and I think good. that's kind of the role, kind of the general consensus yeah. of this movie is mm -hmm. that it was just fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Curse this one off. is from Sally Jane Black. This one is about film too, but also about obsession, criticism, and desperation. And it has a moment in which a man feeds his intestines through a projector. So instead of being fine, it's pretty great instead. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Well said. Can I read one? Yeah. All right. This person gave it three stars. It was pretty funny, short to the point. 
Uh, their name is JD's Watching, and they said, moral of the story, films ruin everything. <laughs> Just, uh, I don't agree. I no. don't. I think it's funny, funny nonetheless, though. All right. I thought you were going to say JD's Nuts. JD's Nuts. It's kind of how it's spelled. It's like J-D apostrophe S. Oh, JD's. Yeah, JD's watching. No nuts, but just <laughs> <watching>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, next one is from Comrade Yui. They gave it four stars. I find young Norman Reedus to have an extremely disturbing visage. <laughs> I don't know what it is exactly. He just looks like a fake person made of plastic and toothpaste. Kind of perverted simulacra of a human form. Simulacra. <laughs> that I'm so sorry, Norman. Oh is, man, that is absolutely this hysterical. This man just ripped him a new one, or woman, or whoever this I'm person sure. is ripped him a new one. <laughs> Poor Norman. Ah, uh, that oh, is too man. funny. I mean, he has come a lot way, a long way. I'm a Norman Stan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Norman Visage stan. <laughs> Do you like his simulacra? Yes. Uh, <laughs> some kind of perverted simulacra of the human form. <laughs> That's, a, That's a great word. It's interesting because I could kind of see what they're saying. Yeah. Do you have another one? Or? No, I just had those two. Okay. I have that two more. Pretty funny. This one's from Anna Kendrick Lamar. Oh, <laughs> hello, Anna Kendrick Lamar. Three and a half stars. Okay. It plays very specifically like the random horror movie you find at the video store that may not always be brilliant, but scratches at something primal and bloody and cool nonetheless. You rent it at least three more times. Oh, I like that. Yeah. She hit exactly. it right on the money. Yeah, very well said. Um, okay, this one's from Alan. Three stars. Seriously, I'm like five years away from turning into Udo Kier's character in this on an endless search for the ultimate ghoul movie. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly why it speaks to horror fans so well. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just the allure of finding the next, like, crazy shit that you're going to... Crazy fucked up shit you're going to watch. I think Udo Kier was perfect for that character as well. Yeah, he was beautiful. Oh, man. Well, it seems like people kind of, like, at least caught on to the vibe that like we yeah. did yeah definitely most of the reviews i saw yeah. just loved it had a ball everyone's so, along the same uh, oh well in any case i guess, guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be 